0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky.
1: Hello, my beautiful friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us here today on Journey to Center. Yes, Yes, relationships can be challenging, and it can be tough to discern if you're supposed to stay in and learn from those challenges or get out because you're really just not compatible. Looking back, it seems I stayed in relationships longer than I was probably supposed to in certain situations, but what I know now is there were really no good guys or bad guys. There were just life lessons and learnings, and in the end, we simply weren't a match. Today, I feel I'm incredibly blessed and have a wonderful relationship with someone who's different than me, but who's very compatible with me. And I have to say, it makes life so much more fun, so much more enjoyable, so much easier. And I want this for you, too. So today, we're going to be having a wonderful, interesting, and informative conversation today about relationships, compatibility, attraction, discernment, and personality types with Billy Farr. Billy wrote a book called The Power of Personality Types in Love and relationships. His book helps readers figure out if someone is really complementary to their character as well as how to stay connected without conflict to people who are not. He helps people transform strained relationships as well as helps people find their perfect match for their personality type. In addition to being an author, Billy is a wellness coach, a teacher of meditation, a martial artist, a former kickboxing champion, and a professional tango dancer. He works with well-known Western psychology professionals, Buddhist monks, shamans, Qigong masters, grandmasters of martial arts, and other prominent teachers and healers. Billy travels internationally sharing his wisdom and information and helps people experience unity in body, mind, and spirit so they can experience fulfillment in their relationships and in every area of their lives. So, Billy, I'm so happy to be having this conversation with you here today.
0: Same here, Tammy. I am absolutely thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Yes, I think your book can really, really, really help people on so many levels. So, first of all, I'd just like to to know a little bit about how this book came into being.
0: Well, uh, just like you were saying earlier, I became to the different aspects of everything that I've learned because I wanted to stop suffering so much in relationships I mean, I was pursuing the wrong women, and you know when you have that relationship that you know is just wrong for you, but you can't let yourself get out of?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for I sure. Mean, yeah, well, yes. well, not
0: only was I suffering in relationships like that, but after some of the disasters I have, I didn't even know if it was possible to be in a happy long-term relationship. So mm-hmm. in looking for answers, I began studying meditation and Taoism, psychology, And I learned about these different personality types and how to identify the characteristics. And as I began to mature, I started choosing the right types for me and everything in my relationships began to change. And that's what the power of personality types is based on. And I even have a questionnaire to tell the the reader which type they are and how to identify their most complementary match.
1: Yes, and I think that's so important. And what you're saying, makes so much sense to me. Until I was really whole, I couldn't discern and attract another whole person. It wouldn't even have been um, interesting for me because it's like I, I needed the conflict because I was conflicted within. So it really is about taking responsibility for ourselves so we can have healthier relationships. Is that right?
0: I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. And I think any good therapist will tell you the quickest way to improve uh, the aspect, any aspect of your relationship, is by p- improving on yourself, and and there are so many things that we're in agreement on that we, we've spoken about before, such as you know aspects of mind, body, and spirit, whether it be meditation, mm-hmm. you know, looking into your own psychology, and improving your diet, for example, and exercise, and different ways of improving yourself, all translates into every aspect of your life, especially a relationship.
1: Yes, I saw on your site that you have a lot about nutrition and meditation. So, how do you think uh, those two simple components can shift our relationships with others?
0: Well, I have a lot of people that come to me for uh, different aspects of what's going on in their lives. So, for example, people that come to me with anxiety or depression—seems uh, I have a lot of that lately—and uh, you know, of course, their relationship is suffering greatly because of that. And these are people that either are psychologists that I seem to be getting a lot of lately or have been going to psychologists for many years. I say, okay, so you're working on all aspects of of mental components. Now let's look at their diet. And a lot of times they'll say to me, yeah, my diet's really good. I say, okay, great. What do you eat? And they'll say like, okay, I eat cereal for breakfast, I'll have a sandwich, maybe tuna fish for lunch, pasta for dinner. It's all good stuff. I don't eat garbage. And they say, like, well, unfortunately... Everything you told me is poisonous to your body. So what happens is, and, and this is a, a little bit of a bridge that I'd really like people to understand, is that what you put into your body has a direct effect on your mood, how you act, how your brain functions, and that is, is an aspect that needs to change immediately. And uh, I have a lot of uh, blogs and, and information on my site, theartofunity.com that shows people a better way to eat. So even though they're not eating specifically sugar and junk and and, and things like that, which everybody knows is bad for you, um, white flour, for example, directly turns into sugar. So um, that's one aspect of it. And as far as a spiritual aspect, and you don't even really have to call it spiritual, there's so many people that are atheists that meditate and so many people that are very religious that meditate that have nothing to do with their religious beliefs because it essentially separates the fears from who you really are. There's so many benefits coming out of meditation and how it affects the brain, but essentially what it does is it allows you to get in touch with yourself and who you are and find your path in life and allow you to operate in your relationship in a way of who you really are and not with the fears that many times people uh, step first with.
1: Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. I know I personally suffered a lot with anxiety and depression and meditation was so key in just helping me to just relax. And I think our mind tends to be fear-based and if we can just relax that, we, we do, we settle, we center, you know, and, and from that place, you, you do connect from a different place with other people and uh, it really does make a huge difference in, in any and all relationships, I think.
0: Yeah, and and it allows people to uh, not only have an open mind to hearing things that they might not be open to, such as okay, this isn't a real fight we're having. This is based on an insecurity or a jealousy or fear, or or some of the things in my book that I that I referred to as emotional prisons that are places that people go when uh, they're leading with fear rather than who they really are. And I, I show some different examples of that and, and how to get out of your emotional prison and get back to uh, co-habitating co-ha- co- uh, or, or co-creating with the people that you love in the ways that who you really are. And another thing I, I notice immediately but meditation does is it essentially opens your heart And it allows you to connect people with people on a deeper level. If I can get a couple to do that, I know I'm like 90% of the way to them being happy together.
1: Mm, I love I love your philosophy and your attitudes. So let's bring it back to this. I don't know if you you can put this into words or a nutshell if people just need to read your book. How can you tell if you are with someone that you should be trying to work the relationship out with, or if really you're just not compatible and it's time to go your separate ways. Is, is there a way to really discern that?
0: Sure. Well, uh, once people know the personality types, which are very simple, there's only two of them and they, and they both have healthy and unhealthy subcategories. So it's uh, a very practical way for people to look and see, okay, this person's for me, this person's not for me. And if you're in a relationship that might be conflicting, there's many ways for you to find appreciation for that person that you're with. But prior to learning the personality types and how they match up, I have what I call in my book, the essential 10 elements for a healthy relationship. And those are acceptance, affection, appreciation, approval, attention, comfort, encouragement, respect, security, and support. Now, hearing those qualities usually evokes some emotions in people. And that could be, oh, that sounds really interesting, or it could be, yeah, right, that's never gonna happen. And the more positive a person's reaction to those quality are, the more likely they are of actually getting them. And that's one of the things that working on self-help allows people to achieve. Now, if that doesn't sound like the relationship that a person is in now or that they've had in the past, that's probably because they weren't looking for them. And that's the awareness that I like to point out for people. Because although everyone wants those qualities, normally what they look for in a relationship is physical attraction, confidence, a sense of humor, fun, financial security, this type of thing. And don't get me wrong, all those things are very important. But without the others, you could easily wind up with somebody who's an abuser or a cheater or so many other types that, you know, might have a little bit of charm, but certainly not somebody you want to be dating. I can tell you in years of relationship coaching that most adults don't naturally offer those qualities. They learn to offer them. So in many cases, a person needs to mature to get to that point, as we were talking about earlier. And this is usually inspired by finding someone they love who offers those and makes them want to create that in their relationship. So the quickest way to get those qualities, I've learned, is by actually offering them. Mm.
1: I love a quote that you have on your site uh, by Rumi, uh, the goal should not to seek for love, but seek all barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And and I think it really does boil down to that.
0: Oh, boy, does it ever. And essentially that is a quote that I have um, in the introduction of my book, because I think the all self-help is essentially that, is learning things about ourselves and what we have that creates blocks for what we really want or self-sabotage or, or, or something like that. And, and once you you create an awareness of what those things are, then you can begin to break them down and find the happiness that we all want to achieve.
1: Yeah. Something else you, you discuss is um, understanding or looking at and then understanding the negative behavior patterns developed in childhood, because I think we do, we perpetuate those things we learned about relationship and our challenges Into And we bring those into our adult relationships. And I don't know about you, Billy, but for me, that was an important piece of the puzzle for me to shift and to transform and to heal. Because I was just doing what I knew how to do until I learned how my childhood affected me and how I could shift that and heal that. So how important do you think that is in the process?
0: Well, I don't think it's super important to go back and start exploring. You know, a lot of people say like, you know, I, I don't want to go back into my childhood and this and that. I don't think that's super important, but it's super important to know what's there. And that's, you know, the, the pathologies of people, just like you're saying, the negative behavior patterns develop in childhood. Because once you become aware of what they are and you know why you react the way you do, this allows you to be a better person in a relationship because you know then you know, when a person's anxious or in fear and survival, they're not themselves. And knowing your type, for example, and what's typical of your type, good and bad, will show you what you require for contentment in a relationship, allowing you to get back to being yourself. One of the worst experiences that I believe a person can have is to be unhappy and not know why or how to get out of the situation causing that. So that's why I had to come up with, while I was doing relationship coaching and, and meditation classes and things like that, I had to come up with a formula for people that they can look at it and go, okay, that's me, because obviously so many people are different. And this is what the personality types are based on, the Taoist philosophy of the yin and yang, which states that mm-hmm. all things are based on complementary yet opposing forces. So people say, like, you know, for example, opposites attract. I don't actually think that opposites attract because my definition of opposites are like a criminal and a nun, and clearly you're not going to find those two together, but you will find opposing forces together. So, when you understand what you're able to offer to a relationship, it brings full circle what you offer to life and what you need to look for and and things like that. So, understanding exactly who you are and your pathologies and what your emotional prisons are. And these other techniques that I have in my book are very easy ways to understand what you offer to a relationship, good and bad.
1: Now, is that, does that have something to do with what you also talk about, the mirror versus complementary relationships? How does that um, associate with what you're talking about?
0: Well, there are many different combinations of personality types in, in, in my book with the healthy and unhealthy subcategories. Mirror relationships are, are those that where the couple are very similar to one another. These are people that come together because they relate very well right from the beginning, and these relationships can be very soothing, but they're characterized by a, a lack of growth. Complementary relationships are those that are two different types that force growth upon one another. So like two pieces of a puzzle, although they're very different, they combine well. And there're bigger compromises in these relationships, but there's a lot there's a lot more growth between them. Now both of these combinations are fine as long as each person is happy with that. It's not, for example, in order to make a mirror complementary, uh, excuse me, a mirror relationship more expansive, each partner has to provide growth to the relationship. And that might mean taking a class on meditation or dance, reading a self-help book, or whatever, wherever the couple can find that growth. So that's usually something that's out of one or both of their comfort zone, which complementary relationships do without effort because the partners are so different. Like you said, you and your partner, how compatible you guys are, I'm guessing that's something that you could, you guys provide for each other. Mm-hmm. So there's no wrong combinations, but certain couples might need to do something different that than what their instincts tell them. And knowing your type and your partner's type in my book, The Power of Personality Types, allows you to go after the changes that you want for yourself and your relationship because you know the characteristics of each.
1: Yeah, I like that. You talk about um, how to stay connected without conflict with people who aren't necessarily easily compatible with one another. So what, what are some tips or suggestions you might have in a situation like that where it's like somebody's listening, it's like, I do have a lot of conflict. How can I reduce that conflict and, and connect at a deeper place? Do you have any thoughts?
0: Yeah, I have, uh, in Chapter 11, um, uh, my book, it's called uh, uh, How to Get Along with All Types, essentially. And there are many communication exercises for the different types on, you know, when they're arguing and having a, a lot of conflict that immediately make both people feel heard in the relationship. And that's, a, a, you know, a big part of the obstacle that needs to be overcome, And within the middle of that chapter, there's a section called, is it really possible for us to do all this? Because I have a lot of techniques uh, mapped out. And then I talk about whether or not people are compatible. And there's a lot of techniques to know as well. So some examples are, if you feel motivated to do all the things that I'm suggesting to create a healthy relationship, are you inspired for intimacy and having fun together Or are you together because he or she is just better than the other options that you have? And the list goes on. And there's also ways to check your commitment versus your partners. And the fact is, every relationship is going to have challenging situations and disagreements. And I have a lot of exercises and solutions in the book. But if you don't have genuine love you won't put forth the effort and the work that it takes to get through those hard times. So Mm. like I said, the the communication exercises is the number one thing because when people start them, when I'm doing therapy with them or counseling, they immediately they're a little surprised by the exercises and how much better they feel immediately in the the fight that their argument they're having doesn't spiral into something that creates more fights.
1: I I love everything you're saying. And, and one thing really stood out as something that had been so vital for me. You know, if, if you don't have genuine love for another, you know, you're not going to be able to go to the distance. And I found I wasn't able to have genuine love for anyone else, not genuine love until I really loved myself. And when I first realized that, I'm like, oh my gosh, really? I have to love myself? What does that look like? What does that even mean? You know, I've really had a lot of resistance to it, but it was, it, from my perspective, it was really the only way.
0: Yeah, because it it takes you away from contributing with things like insecurity or self-sabotage or, or mm-hmm. criticism and thinking your partner's thinking something negative about you when uh-huh. they're really not.
1: You're so right. I, I think unless we're really on that solid ground of self-love with him, we're going to be doing dysfunctional dances with another. I don't think there's any way around that.
0: Yeah, it, it's so, really unfortunate, but it, but it, people are so happy to, to learn that when they do.
1: Yeah, it's true. It's it's fun, you know, when I connect with people and they finally get, oh, I need to have a good relationship with me before I can have a good yeah. relationship with somebody else. It's like, well,
0: yeah, it, it's <laughs> kind of. <laughs> for some it's good Simple. news, for some
1: it's challenging.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Billy, what else would you say is required for a really healthy, sustaining relationship?
0: Well, on my website, I go through a lot of different aspects of what people can do to improve their relationship. And the other things that I think uh, meditation is a big one, uh, people both getting into improving themselves, which is another part of loving yourself. Because what I realize is that when people don't have good nutrition or they're not exercising or they're no interest in spirituality or improving themselves in any way, that directly translates to the relationship. So it's just like if you're not putting anything you know, into your relationship, you're not going to get anything out of it. The same goes true with yourself. Now when people just finally get to the point, and this certainly happens a lot right now after uh, New Year's, they have their resolutions and, and so forth, people say, I'm going to start exercising, I'm going to get in great shape, I'm going to start eating better, they begin to start feeling better. The same goes with meditation. A lot of times, though, in over 10 years of teaching meditation, I ask people, they're all interested and they, they know the benefits and they want it. And I say, well, what's the reason you're not doing it? And a lot of times they'll say to me, "It's one of two things. Either they tried it and, and they didn't think they did it right. They don't know what to do. Or they'll say they don't have time. And I have a lot of advanced videos on my site showing you how to do that and when I say they're advanced, they're things that originally were secret, and, and uh, you know I learned them from monks and shamans and different things like that. And and I'd say like this doesn't seem so difficult to me. Why is this advanced? And they say like, well, it's usually the progression of what people do in order to get to this point. So I've I put them quick meditations, five to fifteen minutes, on my site that can explain people how to do these. And they have to do with moving the inner energy in your body. Which is essentially what people are doing when they go to acupuncture. So I like to tell people if you just become a more interested person, in other words, becoming interested in health, wellness, meditation, spirituality, as well as loving yourself and why you don't, this translates very well to having a great relationship.
1: Yeah, it's it's nice that you offer all that on your site and you make it very um, accessible. If somebody's kind of overwhelmed, there's little tidbits on there that can really help people, I think, um, start to, to move in that more healthy, positive, empowered direction.
0: Yeah, and, and in addition to exercise, that might mean uh, practicing Qigong, for example, is, is mm-hmm. a, a great way to move your energy. And I have a free, a free video on all the basics of that and, and how to do it. And it only takes 5 to 10 minutes a day. And, you know, as far as the people say they don't have time, we say, like, well, if I told you I could give you a pill that's going to offer you all the benefits that meditation does, such as lower stress, more creativity, um, better connection of your right and left brain, uh, you know, more compassion and less anger and frustration, would you take it? Of course people would. And essentially, that's what they're doing when they uh, begin to meditate. And I have all types of uh, information on how to do that at theartofunity.com.
1: Yeah, that's great, and it really doesn't have to be overwhelming, you know. When I got that I should meditate, I was like, "Oh, I don't have time." But really, if you could just do it for two, three, five minutes, it, it's gonna it's gonna transform your life.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't I, I have to be a big more. deal. Yes, exactly. You'd be just getting a hold of your breath and focusing on just that is a couple minutes a day, and it's a simple meditation, and it translates, you know, like said to, to, to your relationship, to your life, to your work. The relationships people have with their family that that can be you know, so conflicting and 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 it brings a person's vibration to a higher level and what people tell me in classes of meditation always immediately and I love hearing this that you know it's the strangest thing uh, you know right after uh, you know I started a day later, I met such an amazing person and we were talking about uh, you know spirituality and Uh, Buddhism and and all these different things, because what happens is it raises your vibration and attracts other people that are essentially raising their vibration and doing the same thing by the law of attraction. And, And it's just amazing how that works.
1: It really is. I love the synchronicity that occurs when we do this. But I say water always finds its own level. So if you take responsibility for your own level, your own vibration, again, you're going to attract and be attracted to somebody else at that higher vibration. It's never the out there. It's always the in here.
0: Yeah. goes back to what you were saying before is learning and why uh, you might not be loving yourself or something like that. And it's part of why the the deeper reasons of why somebody might not try something that is going to provide all these
1: benefits to them. Yeah, that's that's great. I, I think you've got just so much wonderful information here for people. So again, would you shout out the website one more time if they want to get more Billy Farr?
0: thanks for saying the website is com. Essentially it's like a play on the art of war, but the opposite. And, uh, you can see my book on there, which is the power of personality types and love and relationships there or at Amazon and uh, a whole lot of other free information about health and wellness.
1: Yeah. Your site's pretty extensive. You're very generous with your information and your, uh, uh wisdom. So I think that that is, uh, just it's very cool of you to be able to offer this i think it can really help people and that's what this is all about you know
0: yeah well thank you so much for saying it's great to hear
1: Yeah, so to my listeners, thanks for hanging out with us today on Journey to Center. I hope you got some wonderful information here that you're going to be able to apply in your life with Billy. I'm sure you did. And if you want to get a hold of me, love to hear from you. Just come to my website, TammyBPhD.com, and uh, write to me. I want to know how you're feeling, what you're thinking. Is there somebody else you want me to have a conversation with? you have any questions? That would be really, really awesome. So God bless you. Take care of yourself. Onward and upward. Bye for now.